Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for the last episode, especially. I'd actually intended to cover four, five, six verses the last episode. We covered one. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you start looking at something and think, wait a minute, we need to hear what the, a, a greater truth is involved with this. And if you didn't catch it, go back and catch it, okay? And you'll hear it. As a matter of fact, we're going to build upon it right now. We are in Galatians, the sixth chapter of Galatians. And the verse that we looked at in the last episode says, says this. Uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. And so, uh, like I said, go back and check out the previous episode with that. But we see what the truth is, that we are to share all good things. A lot of times we think that that's limited to just financial type of things, but it's not. Uh, as a matter of fact, in First Thessalonians 5, you find out that you're to share with those who are teaching you, who labor diligently among you. And one of the primary ways that it shows you to do that, and people, they don't see this, they just sort of ignore it, is that uh, uh, the Scripture is telling us to get along with one another, to love one another, to be forbearing with one another. That's one of the greatest things that you can do as the body of Christ for leadership among your group is to love one another and to get along. You know, to share all good things. So verse 7 says this in Galatians 6. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. Wow. You know, we've heard that verse so many times in our lives, correct? But now we know a little more about the context, the immediate context right here of sharing all good things, the expanded context of what he's talking about in chapters five and six of how to walk things out in the spirit, the greater context of the entire writing of the letter of Galatians, that we are to live in freedom and we're to live in liberty and we're not to add anything to Jesus. Okay, the grace of Jesus is all we need. The mercy of Jesus, faith and belief in him. And we don't need to add anything else such as the law. And he's saying this, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, this he will reap. If you sow, for instance, financial things into sharing good things with people, you're going to reap good things from that. And of course, people want to pervert that. They'll say, oh, if I give uh, $100 and God has to give me $1,000 because he's promised that. No, 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 no. If you give $100 because God told you to give $100, you're going to sow and reap the benefit of being faithful unto the Lord, okay, and abiding in him and doing what he instructs. Yeah, he may provide financially, great. But if you do it for the purpose of getting the $1,000, it probably won't happen, okay, because God knows our heart. But He's, look at this again. Whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. If you sow seeds of dissension, if you sow doubt, if you sow anger, if you sow whatever, what do you think you're going to reap? You think you're going to reap anything? Even in the context we're talking here in the fifth chapter, if you sow a deed of the flesh, do you think you're going to have a fruit of the Spirit that's going to come forth? 
Well, there's no way. No. And we see this rampant. I, I experience it all the time, folks. I really do. And just the way that people say things and what they do and the snarky comments and this kind of stuff. And I'll lead worship in one place and people will look at me and, and, and the word will come back to me. I mean, it's said all the time. Well, that's not Baptist. That's not Baptist, whatever that means. In other words, it's too Pentecostal. Okay, it's to this, it's to that. I'll share worship somewhere else, and they'll go, well, that's just all Baptist. That just sounds like Baptist. People want to label things. They want to do this. They want to come in and sow those type of things. And that really breaks your heart because in most of these situations when people are sharing things like this, what it reflects, it reflects their heart. And, and it's really a much ado about nothing, is it not? It really reveals the heart that has not been regenerated. Oh, it's a very religious heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, very religious heart, but it's an unregenerated heart. And so he's saying this, if you sow this type of thing, why are you expecting to get anything else? Well, verse 8 says this, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap corruption eternal life. So there again, he's building on what he's already shared earlier. You cannot sow a deed in the flesh. You can't be living with these deeds of the flesh and expect to experience the fruit of the Spirit. If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap from the flesh, and that is corruption. That's the word he uses right here. If you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap from the Spirit, and you'll reap eternal life, eternal life. But I know quite often people will say, but it's difficult. It's difficult. The things of the flesh can be so tempting. Oh, don't we know? We all know that. Even when you're giving thanks for how God, uh, for instance, provides for you or how he's just done marvelous things, the next thought that would come along would be the yeah buts and the whatabouts. Yeah, but I'd love to have this. What about this over here? Know what I mean? And so he's telling us to persevere. If you will sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Verse 9 actually gives us uh, some major insight to this. He says this, Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. And so you see right here that the Spirit is acknowledging, yeah, we, we the Spirit, Father, the Son, understand that you can grow weary. That in doing good, you're growing weird because you're thinking, well, I'm doing good and doing good, but I don't see what I think should be the benefit from this. He says, don't be weary in that. Realize this, in due time, you will reap if, if we do not grow weary. Okay, if you don't grow weary. And you say, well, what, what does that mean? If you grow weary and turn away from it, that means that your motivation was wrong to start with. Let me share one more verse on this, this whole little thought here that goes from verse 6 through 10. Verse 10 says this, So then, so it's sort of like a little mini conclusion right here. So then, while we have opportunity, in other words, in this life, where we are right now, everywhere we are, not wait until Sunday morning, not wait until Sunday night, at that moment, at that time, let us do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Now that's really important. He says, let us do good to all people. Okay, we're to do good to everybody. If I'm sitting there and the Lord moves from my heart and I think I'm supposed to give something to somebody, I don't need to sit there and say, well, I don't know if they go to my church or not. I don't know if they're this or that. No, no, you just simply do it. Okay, you simply do it. 
You do it alone, and you do it while you have the opportunity. But there is something right here that's really important. He says, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Those of the household of faith, we are especially to take care of. We are especially to pay attention to. And I think it's within our own household also. If someone comes along to me, and I've actually had people that have done this, and they're bragging about how much they give to their church and how much they do all this kind of stuff, and yet their family members are suffering when they could help, but they're not helping, and they're looking either to the body of Christ or governmental agency to take care of them, I think there's a problem right there, okay? If you're sitting there and you're, and you're contributing a lot to the organization, but your mother's living on dog food and you're dependent upon the government to take care of your mother, there's a problem there. Let it begin with the household of faith. As a matter of fact, a lot of the struggles and the troubles that we have uh, within our country, at least where I am, is because the church has abdicated its role and responsibility and has allowed a man to usurp those roles and responsibility. And people now turn to man rather than turning to the Lord and to his body. So receive that as a word of warning with every opportunity. Look for these opportunities. Do good to all people, but especially to those who are of the household of faith. Uh, I thank you again. I'm Dale. Pass the word about the podcast right here, and let's get more people with us together, okay? And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.